in seven years and 400 episodes, what have I learned? It's episode 400 of the Dan York Report, and it was actually eight years ago when I began this journey into podcasting on SoundCloud in some way. I did 49 episodes before I started the Dan York Report. Those were mostly reports into for immediate release, FIR, the podcast to which I have been contributing with Shell Holtz and Neville Hobson since, um, well, 2005. They began the show in January 2005. I was a listener. I contributed comments, and I became a correspondent, as they called it, in September 2005, where I was contributing a five- to seven-minute tech segment. And I've been doing that for 15 years. It was weekly or biweekly. It was it was that for a long time, and then it shifted to being monthly, and I've continued to do that. You can, of course, find more if you want to at firpodcastnetwork.com, but it's there. But that's what I began this with, with SoundCloud. And in 2012, I started to experiment with it and see what you could do. My first uh, recording was really on April 24th, 2012, was when I began this. And I, if you recall back to those days, if anyone remembers SoundCloud, it had this big orange button when you open the app. It was all about creation of sound. It wasn't about playing it as much there. It was creating tracks, putting them up there, doing that. And it had this big orange button and you just pressed it and you started to record. So the creation, the genesis of this whole Dan York Report podcast was an experiment in seeing what could you do with sort of raw, random audio. You know, it was um, it was just that. It was partly because I was doing other podcasts like FIR. I was doing for Voxeo, the company I was with before that. I was doing uh, an, a video, Emerging Tech Talk. I was doing that. Um, we were uh, doing other different things, and, and there was more production. There was intros, outros, bumpers. There were all of those kinds of things. And so I wanted to do this show as a place to experiment. New apps, new tools, mobile recording on these iPhone devices and everything else. I struggled for a long time with what to call it. I I seriously was going to call it raw random audio for a while. I, I didn't want to use my name. I just felt it was too, quite honestly, too egotistical to to have it be the Dan York Report. But in the end, I couldn't come up with anything better. I didn't have a great kind of thing because it, from the beginning, as an experiment, it was all about experimenting with different audio tools, different techniques, different topics, different things. It's really, it's the blog, the brain of Dan York in an audio form in so many different kinds of ways. So I started that, uh, the first episode of this was May 5th, 2013, and it was just episode one, and it began from there, and it has gone on over the scope of time to now 400 episodes. Unfortunately, in 2014, um, SoundCloud decided that they couldn't provide the audio recording environment to the level they wanted, and there were other apps out there, etc., and so they, they discontinued the big orange button. It went away. They partnered with a company called um, Audio Copy. Uh, you actually, if you wanted to, you could go back to the archives and find episode 163, where I talked about the removal of the big orange button. They'd partnered with a company called Audio Copy to make it easy to go and copy things from that app. They also provided other ways to do it. 
Uh, I wound up over time using the Hindenburg Field Recorder app on my iPhone was my way to do it. Because again, the purpose of this was mobile recording. Now, it's a little bit of an irony that here in 2020, I'm actually recording this with my podcasting rig on my desktop, going into Audacity and all of that. But seven years ago, eight years ago, my intent was using SoundCloud as a platform for mobile audio recording and working with that. Uh, If you want, if you're interested, you can go back to episode 346, which is what I talked about how I record these episodes using an iPhone and Hindenburg field recorder. And I came to really value that because it does multiple sessions so I can have drafts in there. It does cropping, crossfading, compression. It can export to SoundCloud and Dropbox and other things like that. So again, that's a show back in November 2017 if you're curious about that. So that sort of continued. And then SoundCloud in 2020 brought back the the ability to upload audio from iOS apps. It was gone for a while. You couldn't do anything. You had to find other ways to go and upload it in different ways. Um, And I recorded an episode 393 where I talked about this bringing back the ability to upload audio. So you could upload it from iCloud or Dropbox or Google Drive or things like that. So you could go and do that. So I was, I'm still was using Hindenburg on my iPhone and then saving it to either iCloud or Dropbox and then uploading it through the app that way. So, you know, we went from big orange button to using external apps to now being able to bring it back into the app and do it. But those are kind of the technical things around that. I did a lot of experiments over these past 400 years, 400 years. (laughs) It feels like that in the middle of a pandemic, 400 episodes. I I recorded from all over the place. I recorded from um, sitting on ski lifts recording from curling clubs when I was either watching games or I think even one time I might have done one while I was in a game or after it or something uh, from places I, I traveled. Oh, remember travel? I remember recording from all sorts of different kinds of locations with sorts of different kinds of ambient background sound, things like that. I, I did um, different apps, tried different recorders. I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm recording this from my standard podcasting rig into Audacity but I did it with uh, several different tools on my iPhone. Also used some iPad apps to do it. And, uh, and also used a, a handy Zoom recorder multiple times to go and record different kinds of things like that. I had, a, well, I've had a sequence of them, an H4, an H5, an H6. No, I think I have the H5 now. Yes, actually I only had two, the H4N and the H5. So I did a number of those different things. The uh, why I guess part of why I wound up coming back to Audacity, just for your knowledge, was because I started a stream on Twitch. If you know, if you've been following me, I, I do this now pretty much daily. I'm at uh, DanYork324 on Twitch, Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash DanYork324. And so as part of that, I was streaming, I've been streaming audio production, uh, recording of, of podcast episodes, doing all of that here. And um, I'm actually, ironically, not streaming this one just because I was streaming some other stuff today and I'm not uh, not going to do that. But I've been streaming the process I go through in doing that. So, of course, as part of that, I need to be able to show it on a computer desktop, which was why I returned to where I began back in 2005, Audacity, which has been what I've been using for my FR reports since 2005. But it's been going uh, going around like that. 
The content, you know, it's interesting. I did a lot of travel logs along here. I, I, I've had the privilege the, to be able to travel to different places. And so I brought you with me on some of those trips and talked about the experiences I had in some of those places and the parts that were there. I did a couple of interviews with people over time about what they were doing in their part of things. I did a number of pieces around uh, curling, you know, what games were about, about the sport, about my daughter as she, my oldest daughter as she uh, rose in the ranks of, of professional uh, junior curling in, in the United States and went to play at a couple national championships and stuff and what was going on around that. I did some personal, you know, recordings, my wife's journey through cancer and 2001 and, and on from there, 2011, sorry, and on from there, and in my own journey in cancer in 2018, parenting, life changes, things in Vermont. I've had a couple of episodes lately around the pandemic and the pieces around that. So many pieces about internet technology. And, you know, I mean, I, I work for the Internet Society. I go to places talking about internet technologies. I've been online since before the internet was here in the 1980s, you know. It's my passion. So, you know, I think, and, and that's been a lot of what I talk about. Social media, podcasting, changes in things, people, you know, stuff like that, WordPress, all sorts of things like that. It's really, for me, this has been um, an audio version of the blog posts I write. Somebody asked me, what's my target audience? What's my interest? Am I trying to grow this? What am I doing? And the answer is no, I do this for me. I do this as a way to learn about the technologies, to talk about them, to do this kind of thing. And I hope some of you find value in it out there, find it interesting in some ways. But the main point of this particular show is to provide a creative outlet for me to experiment with audio, to do this. It's never been about growing an audience. I'm, I'm honestly grateful to have anyone who listens. Thank you for listening to this and hearing this in some way. Over the time, I've had, you know, 53,000 plus plays according to, to um, SoundCloud's things. What's interesting is some of my, uh, the ones that have reached the most go back a number of years. I had one um, TDR 141 back, I'm not even sure when exactly the date, but it was, um, the title was Impressed So Far with Duolingo for Learning French. I've never quite understood why that one what the appeal was, but you know, I had well over 1100, which is a lot for the shows that I'm doing here was, um, a lot of people listen to that. They keep listening to it at times. And I, I don't, <laughs> it's like, you know, five or six years old or something like that. And it's, it's been a while back. Another one that was popular was episode 308, an interview with Greg Farrow of the packet pushers podcast. I've been a long time listener to uh, the Packet Pushers Network and their various different shows. And we were at a, an IETF meeting, I think in Prague or Berlin or somewhere. And Greg was there and he interviewed me about some internet topics and what was going on with the IETF and some of the different pieces. I, might have even, I think it was IPv6 and some uh, security kinds of things. And then I turned the microphone around and said, I want to interview you and learn a bit about you. You know, you're an Australian, you're doing this kind of stuff, you're doing these things. You know, um, what is it about you that, uh, you know, what makes you tick? How did you get involved with all this? And then another episode from a while back was, uh, you know, episode 272, fix an iPhone 5S or upgrade to a 6S. <laughs> I actually fixed an 5S and went on to an SE where I'm still at in those kind of cases. But you could see why some of those shows were there. 
um, some of my top listen, listeners. Um, one was Brian Person. If Brian's out there listening to this, he will remember. He used to listen a lot, especially in the early days of the show and the pieces around that. You know, countries, the United States and Canada turn out to be the top places listening for this. Usually these shows get somewhere around 50 or so plays. Again, it's hard to tell with the states that are there. Back at the beginning of things, there was a good bit of comments that were happening. If you remember SoundCloud back in the days of 2012, 2013, 2014, one of the cool things about SoundCloud that attracted myself and I think other audio creators of different forms was that it had a, um, it, it had, it still has a really strong and robust commenting system that lets you go and comment at a particular point in time for a, an audio file. And so for a while, when we were listening to each other and doing different things there, you know, it was cool because you could be able to just go and drop it at a specific point in time. You could drop a comment in there and be able to work with that. I think the challenge over time, of course, was that you needed a SoundCloud account to do that, to comment, and some people just didn't want to do that. They, they wanted to listen in other forms and other ways, especially once podcasts became uh, more accessible and you be, were able to go and use this in podcatchers of all sorts of different forms, podcast listening apps of different ways, then people started to listen more from the RSS feeds, from the podcast feeds, rather than through SoundCloud directly. So I haven't honestly seen many comments anymore except for spam comments trying to tell me how somebody will get me a bazillion listens or should I check out their amazing track that they have or something like that. But I think a lot of that is really that uh, people are consuming this in other ways. You know, even these days, they're being able to listen to it on Alexa, on, you know, on, on smart devices and things like that in ways that we didn't have uh, in the past. This show is now in Amazon's directory and other places like that. You know, I've struggled. I think one of the things is that I've certainly struggled with the volume around this. Uh, you know, if you're going to do anything like this and expect to build a, a following, to build people around that, uh, you have to have consistency, whether it's in publishing or in content or whatever. Um, you know, and, and, and this show just doesn't have consistency, either in the frequency of publishing nor in the content. This is, again, it's it's... Dan York's brain dumped out in audio form with whatever is interesting at this particular time. In 2018, I, I had a to grand total of 10 episodes. I didn't even average one a month. In 2019, I had 26 episodes, although 19 of them were in November when I tried on uh, one of my attempts to do the uh, Nanapomo, -na the National Podcasting Month type of thing that was uh, one show every day. You know, in, in 2020, this will be the 16th episode I've done so far on December 1st. We'll see if I do some more in December here. You know, I, I did have a burst when uh, back in, in the early days where I went 77 days recording a show every single day. And that was a, that was a big run that went on from there. Some of those shows I look back and I say, Oh man, why did I do that? You know, because it was really just, it was to say that I had recorded a show every day, but quite honestly, some of those shows weren't really honoring the listener. They weren't really, um, you know, they weren't really great content and those kind of things. So, um, like I said, I did two attempts at the, at the national, uh, the podcasting month, that effort to go and try to do 30 podcasts in 30 days. In 2017, I did it on a whim and I went 11 episodes and then I 
petered out. And then in 2019, I planned it all out. I had it all sketched out, outlined, I had everything all set. And then I did 19 episodes and then I got sick and I lost my voice. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh man, really? You know, it's not for me a question of ideas. I have a, a very long queue. I sketch things out in MindNode, which is a, a mind mapping app. I've been using it for years now. And you can find it at MindNode, M-I-N-D-N-O-D-E.com. It's on iOS and Mac devices, and it syncs wonderfully between them. So, for instance, I can be thinking about things on, on my somewhere out, and I can go and start something on my iPhone in a, in a mind map. Then I can bring it into my iPad if I'm somewhere else, or I could bring it onto my Mac, and I can expand it. I can do other things like that. So I have a long list of shows, uh, some that I've sketched out at great length. You know, I even have a, a daily reminder in, in things, the tracker that I have to go and do it. But it's kind of in the in the middle of everything else going on. I, I admittedly have struggled a bit with with uh, just making it happen. Part of it is um, a show I, I did back in October 2019, episode 363 on professionalism and podcasting performance anxiety, really talking about how, you know, uh, what the expectations that have been raised, especially as now there are so many podcasts out there that the bar has been raised, you know, from the early adopters, very much like what happened in the web when at the beginning, everybody just kind of built websites with whatever, but then as designers started to get in, make things look better, you know, better, just all around a better user experience, the bar was raised, you know, tools were allowed, were brought in that allowed people to go and just keep building bigger and bigger and better web pages. You know, you look at things these days with WordPress or Squarespace or a zillion other ones like that that go and make websites so easy. We're seeing the same thing with podcasting, right? Back when I began this in the early two in the mid 2000s, it was a new adventure in audio delivery. You had to figure things out. There was a high learning curve to get going, but then you started to see certainly a lot of the of the radio professionals, audio professionals who came in. Some of it was maybe originally repackaged audio, NPR taking their shows and packaging them as podcasts to do that. But these days, you know, those production places have gone and expanded in so many ways to provide high quality content. Oftentimes it's podcast first, you know, and you're seeing things too, like uh, things like Anchor that have gone and lowered the bar, lowered the barriers to entry so that pretty much anybody with an idea can just go hit a button and start to create a podcast in some way. So, you know, there was all of that. Plus I was winding up doing more on Twitch, right? As I was spending more of my time doing things in experimenting with live streaming. So what I think I've learned out of all these 400 episodes is, you know, that I, I have to make that time. And then I have to go and, and really think about how I plan this out. You can see my activity, how I do these shows. If you uh, follow me on Twitch, I'm, I'm now trying to do more of these things with, with um, uh, you know, where I'm, I'm showing the whole process, what I'm doing and that kind of thing. I've learned that I need to do that for me. Now, where I want to go, I think, is something that uh, is interesting about where I want to look at this. I will keep going with this because I want to keep learning, keep doing stuff. It's a fun way to keep up with audio because there's so much happening in the audio space and so many new tools and things going on. 
I have a bunch of ideas. I really would like to focus especially around topics related to internet technologies because that's what I do in my in my job, but also it's my passion. I've had a lot of time thinking about where I want to go and what I want to do and how much I want to be more of a voice for the open internet and helping people understand the choices we have before us for connected futures, for the future of the internet. So I think you'll see me talking a lot more about those topics. I've got some time in the next couple of weeks when I actually can block off time to record a batch of shows and then start to drip them out in different ways. I do want to do some interviews. I may add an intro and outro. I may do some of those kind of things. We will see. As always, I'd be curious for your feedback. If you've listened to more of these shows, what have you found is interesting? What are you looking for? What would you like to hear me talk about? If you could do an Ask Me Anything, what topics would you like to hear me talk about on these shows? I'd be very curious wherever you leave that. If it's comments here on SoundCloud, if it's on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever it is, uh, feel free to leave me a note. I'd be very curious to hear. I've got some ideas around internet technologies, around decentralization, around explaining, in some cases, how the internet works and the different parts that are there. So that's it. You can find me here at soundcloud.com slash danyork or other places. Like I mentioned, you can also go to twitch.tv slash danyork324 because Dan York was taken, and you can be able to go and look with that. So thanks for listening. For those of you who've been around for a while, thank you for your long-term listening. And on now to the next 400 or so episodes. That's it. Again, you can find me here and many other places with Dan York often is my handle. And uh, until next time, that's it. Bye for now.